2: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Welcome to the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam.
2: Welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. Patrick Allen, Sterling Holmes, Matt Connor, Matt Verderam. Well,. I hope you brought something to drink, because if we can't drink to celebrate, we're going to drink to commiserate. The Kansas City Chiefs did not win. It's bad. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 31-34 since he wins at home. Everyone's really upset. The Chiefs have lost the number one seed in the playoffs because the Titans won with one game to go. And I got bad news for you. The Titans play the Texans next week. So I think they used up all their magic a couple of weeks ago against the Los Angeles Chargers. We're going to get into all that, all the game. If you can do us a couple of favors before we get started. One, and this is the most important one, go get something to drink. It doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage, but I recommend it. Two, get your kids out of the room. If you have children around and they've got delicate ears, they're not going to want to hear some of the words that we might be throwing around. So I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, and, and, and number three, Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and hit, give us that thumbs up for this, vid- this video. We'll get more people in here to commiserate with us. There's already over 100 of you in here. I'm going to send it to the peanut gallery here. I want one word from each of you about how you feel right now after this Chiefs loss. I'm going to start with you, Sterling Holt. Uh Beer. <laughs> beer. Oh, that's a good one. Beer is a good one. That's I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, Matt Verderan. Payne. Yeah. I always think whenever somebody says pain, I think of the Mr. T gif from, from Rocky. That's a good one. Uh, And I think we're all there right now. Matt Connor. How about you? Uh, Fine. Matt Connor. Oh, thank God. We have Matt Connor on the show because I think without him, um, things could get really dark really fast. I'm going to go with disgusted. I should have, I should have went with you last Matt Connor. I'm disgusted. We're going to get into this whole game, but first, you know, we've got a, we got a sponsor for the show. We got to give them their due. It's from our friends at the Players Tribune. If you're feeling a little mentally frayed right now, we all get to that place once in a while. Players Tribune's just launched their first ever mental health podcast. It's called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch, psychiatrist Diane McIntosh. The show is going to share moments from a variety of athletes, and they're going to talk about things that, that changed for them when mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's going to allow listeners to, to get an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges people face. We all face them. Um, especially this time of year, a lot of people have a lot of trouble. Uh, athletes go through this too. So they've got, you know, guest stars like Kevin Love, Kurt Warner, check it out. Blindsided from the Players Tribune, their sister uh, site of of ours over at Fan Sided. A lot of great people over there doing a lot of great work. It's an important podcast. If you're if you're looking to just be distracted and listen to something cool this week, that's a good, that's a good get. So thank you to to the players' tribune and blindsided for sponsoring the Arrowhead Attic podcast. All right, let's get into it. We're all pissed off. I'm just going to go ahead and turn it right over to you, Vertoram. Just go ahead, unfiltered. I'm going to sit here and drink. Look, this game was lost in
3: so many ways. And right after the game, my, in fact, still, my, my Twitter feed is just a deluge of fans telling me that the game was rigged. And how could this possibly happen? Look, guys, guys, I don't mean to offend anybody with this take. Just shut the fuck up about it being rigged. I can't take it anymore. I can't take one more person. Telling me that the NFL wants big market Cincinnati to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, like just stop, yeah, stop now. Just because the game wasn't great doesn't mean it was horrible officiating. That was in my lifetime some of the some of the worst officiating I've seen. Like fucking Ray Charles could have could have done a better job with some of those. Yeah. Like I don't understand the hands to the face on Travis Ward at the end of the game. He didn't even touch his face. He wasn't even near his face. I don't know what could possibly have seen they could have seen on that play to call that. That's number one. Then you have the penultimate drive offensively for the Bengals, the next to last drive, where they have third down. The ball is thrown. I believe it was to Chase. I'm sure it was. Every every pass on Earth, Day is thrown to Jamar Chase, who, by the way, was unbelievable. The ball gets thrown his direction. Third down. Sneed has great coverage. Nope. It's pass interference. Didn't touch him. No penalty. Pass interference. Then later there's another personal foul that took away it would have been third and five. But you know what? I've always said that blaming the game on officials, it's a loser's ballad. It's a loser's mentality. I felt that when I played sports in high school, and I feel that way today. I will always feel that way. It is crying, it is bitching. Stop doing it. That game was lost, and I've seen about 12 people already say it in the game or in the in chat. Third and 27. I mean. Yep. What in God's name are you doing bringing an all-out blitz on third and twenty-seven. And I, I understand what I think he was thinking, which was the Bengals with the ball at the 41-yard line. If you don't let them get any yards here, they've got a punt. They're out of field goal range. And then the Chiefs would get the ball tied, three timeouts, four minutes, whatever. I get the thought process. You cannot, under any circumstances, give one-on-one to Jamar Chase in that spot. I don't care if they treated him like a fucking gunner on that play on a punt return. You cannot leave him one-on-one to do so was negligent. And you know what? Treverius Ward's going to get a lot of crap. He was in perfect position. He couldn't have done anymore. His hand hit the he ball. He played well the whole game. Like, yeah. The whole game he was a good position. I don't know what else you want from Traverius Moore. I don't know what else you could, or Traverius Ward, excuse, I don't know what else you could want. He played it perfectly. He played, they had they had two breakdowns in this game, and neither one had anything to do with Ward. One was Sorensen, which was the other Spag's call, which my God, stopped playing him as a deep safety. They finally got away from all this shit, and now they do it again in a huge yeah. spot, and he gets torched for a 69 yard touchdown. The other one was the first big play of the game, which was more occasional. The call was fine. Bolton took a bad angle. Chase got out the back door, and off he goes, right? But yeah, I will say, and I'll see I'll the floor. All that being said, I I still think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like I still think they're the best team in the AFC. It was a shitty game, but you know what, guys? This this is why early in the year when they were three and four and bumble fucking their way through the first two months of the season. Okay, this is why that matters. They played perfect football for two and a half months, but. When it comes down to it, when you put yourself in that little bit of a space with no margin for error, then it comes down to if you have one bad game, if you have one bad call go against you in a critical spot, or yeah. five like today, if you have one game where you don't feel like you maybe had the best coaching, you go home. You In, in this case, thankfully, they don't go home-home. They go home for a week, and then they, they, get, they get after it and still be a two-seed. But you have no margin for error, and that's what happened with the Chiefs. They had one game where they didn't play particularly well against a good football team on the road. They lost, and now they're looking at a two-seed, which I don't think is a disaster, okay, but it's going to make the road harder. And I got to tell you, if they have to play the Chargers in the wild card round, that is going to be a brawl to end all brawl. That is going – they could absolutely lose that football
2: game. So got a lot harder. I want to I talk a little bit more about this third and 27, because it uh, for me and I think for a lot of people, it really is the the play of the game, The, the one one of the few plays that wasn't – key and influenced by horrendous officiating, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about later. You know, the thing that really jumped out at me, for I mean, for obvious, the obvious reasons, right? Jamar Chase has been torching you all game. Don't get yourself into this situation where he can make another play. He, the guy's on fire. And he has been most of the season and for the last couple of weeks. But the, the, the other side of that is you have Patrick Mahomes. You have Patrick Mahomes with three timeouts. So if they have to try a long field, field goal, fine. That's totally fine. Let like, Play it safe. Let them get 10 yards if they have to. Go up, make the tackle, make that kicker who's got a big leg but is a rookie, by the way. Make him go out and make the biggest kick of his entire life and then turn the ball back over to Patrick Mahomes with over two minutes left. It's, it, 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 I, 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 I think is great, and I, 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 like you, Verterim, understand what he was thinking there but i think he lost his mind like if if alex smith is over there right a guy who's not one of those quarterbacks that's going to win you the game with his arm i get it right your your back's against the wall go out there and stop him but you have patrick mahomes they have not really been able to stop the chiefs all day and we know how hard patrick mahomes is to stop when he gets four downs and when things are desperate and all those guys are running around out there it was negligence and I, I think Tyron Matthew said it after the game. He said, we'd like to have that play back. And he mentioned Spagnolo's name as well. Spags knows he messed up. Um, all right. That, that was my piece. Um, Matt Connor, we haven't heard a lot from you yet. Where are you at? Expanding on your one word because you said you're fine.
4: You know, yeah. You know, I said that I'm fine. And and I, it doesn't mean I'm not angry at this game. It doesn't mean I wasn't drinking copiously during the game or, or that, you know, I wasn't incendiary about a lot of things like everyone here is. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. You know, when the Chiefs, I, I guess I'm trying to keep a macro view of the Chiefs were three and four. We thought the idea of a number one seed was laughable. So the fact that they even held it for a week. Uh, like we thought they'd used up all their margin, then they even gained a little bit of margin and then now lost that again. This whole season has been, they got to a point where they wouldn't, they shouldn't have even gone. So I guess in a way, you know, when I say I'm fine, I'm thinking, you know, hell for where they've been to where they are now. I'll I'll say this. I, I had a little bit of concern when a team is on an eight game win streak. I'm concerned about the kind of teams that can step up like the Green Bay Packers came into Arrowhead and punched him in the mouth, right? Like that was a tough defensive game. There was no Aaron Rodgers. That was a tough win for the Chiefs in spite of going with Jordan Love there. And those are the kind of games that come up the moment the postseason starts. You're going to get punched in the fucking mouth, right? So I have been concerned wondering, I wonder how the Chiefs are going to respond. We'll look at this game. Who's the veteran team? Which team made the adjustments? You know the Chiefs couldn't score after the first half. The 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 Bengals were playing like they were the ones used to this kind of scenario. They played well down the stretch. Chiefs didn't make the adjustments. Whatever, I like they kind of got punched today. And so, if playing an extra week means you kind of wake up and. Forget the fact that like your backs have been against the wall all season. I I guess I'll take it. And maybe I'm just trying to find the sunny side up. The fact is the Chiefs lost, there's nothing I can do about it. But there's something in me that's like, hey man, you got you can't afford to not make the adjustments here. You gotta cover the guy. You gotta get over the officiating. Chase is gonna get his, like every great wide receiver is gonna get some of his. Other miscues are gonna happen. That's a part of it too. But then there's this other part of. You just didn't cover the fucker. What like what's going on there, right? And and so like that part of the spectrum has to be covered. You they were embarrassed today. They got to go home. They got to answer for it. And and now they lose all the luxury that they'd scrapped so hard to earn. That's got to do something to them. And and I'm going to trust this coaching staff to right the ship and, and respond accordingly.
2: All right, Sterling. You're on you're on your second beer. So, you pounded that first one. We already have a can crush. Uh, we have more than a few F-bombs. What What are your thoughts here? Punt, punt,
1: field goal. That was the Chiefs' offense in the second half. We can bang on the defense all we want. Uh, we can bang on the horrible refereeing, which was just abysmal. And again, there's going to be no accounting for because the NFL does not hold them accountable. You can't score three points. You have Patrick Mahomes, who was having just an incredible first half. You have Patrick, who looks vintage, moving, no looks, hitting Tyree Kill 65 yards downhill in the hands. He drops it. Travis Kelsey had a drop. The entire game was Mahomes looking incredible, and then it was the rest of the guys seemingly shooting themselves in the foot. Byron Pringle has a kickoff return for a touchdown, holding. Didn't even need to hold in that play, and that was one the refs didn't get wrong. That was legit holding. Yeah. You can't shoot yourselves in the foot against good teams. Joe Joey Burrow... The Bengals, they're a good football team. I, I agree. Chevarius Ward had himself, I actually think, a good game. It's crazy to say. Javarius Ward got burnt, but not in the traditional sense. It was Jamar Chase going over the top, making incredible plays. Javarius Ward, I'm sure if, you, if they run the tape back in the film, in the film, they'll say, that's exactly where you want him to be. That's a spot in his hip pocket. Jamar Chase was just going up and grabbing the ball. They have to do a better job adjusting. Early on in the season, they did not adjust at all. Spags, I don't know if he's just hard-headed. I understand. When you've won multiple Super Bowls, you like to think, it's my way. I've done it before. I can do it again. This is what I do. He did not adjust. The Bengals adjusted, and that was the game. Punt, punt, field goal.
2: You know, this reminded me a little bit of the Titans game. Not obviously for the Chiefs on offense. They were much better on offense. But that was a game where I felt like, Ryan Tannehill made some throws and those receivers made some really great catches and they were, you know, it was, it was on a razor's edge, a few of those. And then the chiefs offense was bad and things just got out of hand. This reminded me a lot of that. And I generally like that when the chiefs play this aggressive style of, of, of defense and they man up and they get after the quarterback. I'll throw this to you, uh, Vertram. Do you think that, you know, the chiefs don't play the Bengals a lot. The chiefs are usually in first place. The Bengals are usually aren't right. So they're not playing a ton recently. And this is the first time that the chiefs have played this Iteration of the Bengals. If we're looking for some silver lining here defensively, do you think that it was good that the Chiefs, the Chiefs, got to play all the contenders in the AFC this year, uh, with the exception of the Patriots? Do you think there's some good learnings for for Spagnolo and the defense coming away from from playing this dynamic Bengals I mean, offense geez, that might help Jesus, them in the I playoffs? So.
3: I, maybe double chase at some point be a good start. Yeah, but you know what? Look, I I just I'm just so sick, and maybe it's it's my own fault for being on Twitter. I may mean, have to be on Sundays at work, but. I am so sick of the narratives. Like, I, I swear to God, as fans, like, people have to just be smarter. Like, it's just, even, like, you just see all these common comments in general, like, not here, but just in general, about, like, well, you know, whether it's the officials or it's, oh, our defense sucks now. Like, they've been the best defense in football for two months. Like, now there's just crap. And by the way, which one is it? Does the defense suck or did the rest bail out the Bengals? Like, which one is it? Because it can't be both. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and then it's like, well, the offense, they, they crapped the bed in the second half of the game. Yeah, you know what? They did crap the bed. Doesn't mean Mahomes is terrible. Doesn't mean anybody else is like, it happens. It's a football game. They scored 31 points. It should be enough to win a football game. Okay. They also lost the game because the Sterling point out they have a kickoff return for a touchdown. The Zaire Anderson, it's absolutely a hold. It's 10 yards behind the play, but it's a hold. Like, if, if that was the other way, Chief fans would be screaming their heads off. Okay. And I see the one comment, you know, one and four against potential playoff teams. Who the hell cares? First of all, they're not one and four against against potential playoff teams. You beat the Packers, you beat the Cowboys, okay? They beat the Chargers, you beat the Raiders twice, who are potential playoff teams. So they're not one and four against potential playoff teams. Number two, all those losses came before Halloween. Like, I don't give a shit that they lost those games for Halloween. And by the way, uh, the year they won the Super Bowl, they lost to the Texans and Titans in the regular season and then plowed them in the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just such a BS narrative. And like, so here's my thing. Does does everybody feel the same way? Not about the game, because obviously you feel happy if they win, bad if they lose. Do you feel the same way about the way you're talking about the defense, the way you're talking about Mahomes, the way you're talking about Andy, if they don't call that egregious hands-to-the-face penalty in the end zone and the Chiefs go down and get a field goal and win? Nobody gives a shit that everybody's great, everybody's yeah. perfect, this is unbelievable. Nothing changed about who the Chiefs are. They had a bad game. The officials had a horrific game and they lost. And that's why, like, I do agree with Matt Connor. Like, I'm pissed because the Chiefs did all that, all you know, and they worked all this way up the mountain. But like, if you put a gun to my head, is it who's going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC? Them. Them. Like, I wouldn't even hesitate. Them. I mean, they're still, as long as they beat, as long as they beat Denver, they're still the number two seed. And I get it. Like playing the Chargers, if that's the case, believe me, I've been saying for two weeks. I think it's the hardest match for them in the whole playoffs. That's a hard game, but you know what? It'll be on their racket at home in frigid temperatures against a warm weather West Coast Dome team. And if they lose that game, they won't win the Super Bowl anyway. And after that, they'll probably get Buffalo. If you read the teles, and you know what, probably have to play Buffalo anyway at some point. So I just look—you just cannot. Have a complete mind snap. This is the first time they've lost a game in November, December, or January in twenty-seven games. Like, come on! There's this garbage. And they lost by
2: field goal. Yeah, like it's crazy on the road. Yeah, you know, I think another thing this game reminds me of, and it's something if you're looking for a little bit of therapy here. You know, remember what the Chiefs did to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year? Tyree Kill was on the sideline cleaning. guys saying hey help is on the way he would he had like 200 yards something ridiculous in the first half of that game do you remember 250 yards in the first quarter yeah I carried that with me as a Chiefs fan all the way into the Super Bowl I was like oh we creamed these guys we creamed them the game was over that the Super Bowl is going to be easy so like while this game might be frustrating and the fact that Jabbar Chase went nuclear on the Chiefs in this game and got over 200 yards that's great don't mean shit come playoff time it just doesn't mean anything Anything can happen. If the Chiefs go out there and play their best ball. I think they're a better football team than the Bengals. And if they don't play their best ball, if they drop passes, make poor coaching decisions, they're gonna they're gonna lose the playoffs to anybody because it's the NFL and these are the best teams. I'm gonna open up the floor because I know everyone's got stuff to say. Uh,
1: first, who day we found out who they were? They were the refs. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to ask you guys. Open it up. <laughs> The decision at the end for Andy Reid to not call those timeouts, the decision to not let you know Joe Burrow sneak it in early, so you give Patrick Mahomes more time. You could probably say it worked out because they did stop them outside of the, like you said, hands to the face call in the end zone. What did you think
2: of the time management late from Andy Reid? Well, that was a that was a tough. That you know when you it's hard now because we have hindsight, right? At the time when the Chiefs called their first timeout, you saw the two-minute warning. They they were right down there, that, but they could still get a first down. So that's why I didn't like that first timeout before the two-minute warning. I would have rather take it to the two-minute warning and see how that next play pans out, and then decide what you want to do. But it became for me it became very evident that the Chiefs were in trouble. That that every time they stopped them, it was bad uh, for the Chiefs. I I would have liked them to have let them in and score. But then again. If you don't get a bad penalty call, they don't. You know the Chiefs have a chance to go down and win the game with a long field. What do, What do you guys think? Fine.
3: I don't have any problem with the way he managed the game at the end. Like, get off the field, stop them. I mean, they and they did, and then they got screwed. Like, I don't have any issue with that. It's easy to sit there and bitch about it afterwards. And by the way, guys, for the love of God, Jesus, they're not dra- they're not signing Antonio Brown. Like <laughs> Antonio Brown just stripped and ran, ran off the field. This, like, yeah, I'm sure the Chiefs are in a huge fucking rush to bring Antonio Brown in. I mean, holy <sighs> hell! Yeah. I swear to God, some days. I, look, you know what, guys? They lost a football game to a good team on the road, and they got jobbed on about a half dozen calls. But also, like, they lost a game. It, like, really? If you really want to boil it down, so go through the game, right? So they come out, they got a fourteen nothing. Okay, they give up a seventy-two yard touchdown, a quick slant, they miss a tackle. It's a horrible play, but like. You know, shit happens. They get the ball back. They go right down the field. Great drive, 21-7. The drive that drove me the most nuts in the first half was in this drive where they missed a million tackles. Okay, should have stopped the drive multiple times. Don't do it. They go in, they score a touchdown. Then, then the Chiefs go right back down the field, score another touchdown. Chiefs defense does a good job. They get off the field. They give up a field goal, 46 yards. Okay, no big deal, right? Then the game goes sideways. They run it back. Should have been a touchdown, but a, a legitimate flag, brings it back. All right. On a, on a, and the flag, my God, it didn't even have to be, like, there's no reason to hold the guy, but they did. Then the biggest play that goes unsung is Hill should have caught a sixty-six, sixty-five 65 yard pass. And he drops it like nice, nice job of the Bengals player to get his hand in there, but the ball should have been caught. Hill should have caught that ball. Okay. Yeah. At minimum, it's three points. Instead, it's nothing. Then you come out of half. It's third and five. You can get off the field three and out. of right away. No nope, Touchdown because Dan Sorensen's asked to play deep safety over Jamar chase. Like I, That is not on Dan Sorensen. Like, if you're going to put him back there, it's going to happen. I mean, it's on him, but it's not. Like, the play call is ridiculous. He should never be in that position. So then that happens. And then the Chiefs get the ball and are moving the ball. And Kelsey drops a pass. It would have been a first down, on second, and nine. They end up having a punt. And you know what? This also has to be said. For everybody, and I'm one of them who's sitting here saying, well, the Chiefs screwed themselves. The Bengals also dropped two interceptions. I mean, that happened. That's real. Two balls right in their hands. Like, not hard picks either. And Pringle, to his credit, did a nice job also getting his hand in there, but should have been picked, right? So, But the Chiefs don't score. They punt the ball. Then they get a stop. They stop the Bengals. They knock them out of field range with a sack. Chiefs get the ball. They're driving down the field again. And this was where the Chiefs, on a third and two, Take two penalties on offense, again, both of which are legit. Okay. And they wipe out a first down that would have put them inside the 30-yard line right as the fourth quarter starting. They have to punt the damn ball, which I, I thought was a mistake by Reed. If there's any criticism I have in this game, it was that decision. Yep. Yeah. Fourth and five on the plus side of the field. The Bengals could not do anything defensively against Kansas City. If I'm Andy, I'm just spreading them out and saying, good luck, guys. Here it is. Yep. Fourth and five. You get the ball. Fine. Who cares? Whatever. I thought it was a bad call not to go for it. They punt the ball. Shockingly, the Bengals go right down and score. That was the that was the drive where Sneed apparently interfered on, on a pass that he didn't touch the guy on. And then the Chiefs get the ball and they drive down the field again, but again. Again. They bog down, right? Like in the red zone. They had their opportunities. They kick a field goal. And then we all know what happens on the last drive. But to me, the officials sucked. The Chiefs, the Chiefs never should have been in that position. It never should have come to that. They should have buried them in the first half of the game. It should have been a walk in the park the second half. It is what it is. But I really, really, really like, look, we have such a good group of people who watch the show and who comment and I love the back and forth. Like, guys, don't don't be the reactionary, like, oh God, everything's terrible. It's one game. And I gotta tell you, I went over to five thirty eight, if you care about this. The Chiefs have double the odds to win the Super Bowl of any other team in the AFC. Still. Like, they're okay. It sucks. It sucks, but they're okay.
1: Can we also talk about Daryl Williams, the rushing attack of Kansas City? Daryl Williams going 88 yards, 6.3 yards a pop. Derek Gore, 37 yards on three carries. So to even taking out that 23-yarder, he had two other carries for seven yards. They could not be stopped in the ground. For everyone wanting a balanced attack, for what's going to happen with CEH, uh, wh- where's our dynamic running back? Running backs were, I think, very, very solid in this game. I want to give them K- their 20. credit. Joe Tooney at left Behind tackle. Joe
4: Tooney left tackle. Nick Allegretti looked like a man possessed. I'm I think Allegretti could start for a third or maybe half of the teams in the NFL right now. He looks so good out there. I I mean maybe I'm overstating that because I'm just Super excited about the Chiefs' ability to like. No, they did a great job up front. They did a super job up front. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm concerned, and maybe we should talk about. I mean, this, this Lucas Niang injury. They came right out. They termed it. They said it's a okay. patellar tendon issue. That you know, the same thing happened yeah. to Jack Conklin uh, a few weeks ago at the end of November. It took him out for the season. You know, it's the kind of injury that that is. Uh, not only does it hurt right now. You know, like, I mean, I don't want to, like, be some kind of fortune teller and pretend to know things, I don't know, but this is, like, a tough injury to, like, even get over over the long haul. I I remember Derek Newton, like, tore a couple of those, you know, like, it was, like, five years ago, but he, like, played one game two years later and then was, you know, was done. Niang's a young guy, we wish him the best, all that, but, you know, he was, like, he was the go-to starter at right tackle early on. He looked like a great swing tackle sort of guy, at the very least, going forward, if not you know, going back to start at right tackle without him. You know, I love Tooney's versatility. It's a great story for this week. Maybe you can keep going. Certainly a testament to Brett Veach did a hell of a job this offseason to rebuild that line with experienced horses and rookies who could do the job too. But I, I feel for Lucas right now, I don't like it for the short and the long term for the Chiefs. Um, Yeah, just Just a painful injury, and with Orlando Brown uh, too, they showed up well today. And yet, also, I've got concerns about the about
1: going forward. Very quickly, just shows go. I was going to say very quickly. This just shows the depth that the offensive line has. That Brett Veach did retooling post Super Bowl. Everyone was concerned about the line, all the names. How is it going to pan out? Injuries happen, and I think Brett Veach needs a lot of credit for getting this depth that. Guys have so much versatility at left tackle, left guard, center, all throughout. It's very impressive.
2: Yeah, um, I, I just want to say hat, hat tip to, to Gina Chiefs and uh, AXN JAXN 222 for the Super Chats. Appreciate you guys very much in your support of the show. Yeah, look, that's a tough injury for the Chiefs along the offensive line. But I will say if, we've, if, we've learned, if I've learned anything about this group this year, it's that, I, I, and I said this during the halftime show, I've been so impressed with Andrew Wiley the last few weeks stepping in and playing at right tackle. He's done such a nice job. They still got Remmers. I think they'll be okay. They can't afford more offensive line injuries, right? But who can You know, Orlando Brown, hopefully, you know, he can be good to go next week. But I think the Chiefs can win that game without him. They need him for the playoffs. I think if they go into the playoffs with with most of their line intact and some combination of, of Wiley and Remmers, I think they'll be okay. I'm not too terribly concerned. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. It, uh, it just sucks for Lucas Niang. In his first big season was playing pretty well, um, and that's a big injury. It's happening at the end of the year, and it's a serious one. So our thoughts are with Lucas, and we hope he is uh, is feeling better and, and keeping his spirits up yeah. as no, well.
3: And, and by the way, Orlando Brown, I've seen a lot of people ask. Orlando Brown, uh, the Chiefs came, the, the Chief came out in the press right after the game. They, they were the ones who reported on it, and they just – you know, if you can't say that about a team. And they said that he has just a, a minor calf strain. So, you know, hopefully he's back. Soon. And uh, look, if you're the Chiefs, your mentality has got to be all right. You know what? We pushed our bye week back three weeks. That's got to be the mentality. You pushed it back right before the Super Bowl. They got, look, they're going to have to go out and win three playoff games. And two, as long as they beat Denver, a minimum of two will be at home. By the way, like, does anyone here, I, I, there's a genuine question. Does anybody think the Titans are guaranteed to win their first round uh, playoff game, like in the divisionals? No one person can believe that. Does, do the Titans believe that? Like, <laughs> there's absolutely a chance that the Chiefs could win their two playoff games. The Titans could blow a game like Indianapolis or Cincinnati or something. Then, wouldn't that be poetic? Chiefs Bengals AFC Championship game in Arrowhead. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, it's just all I'm driving at is that this game, the biggest outcome of this game, as long as Orlando Brown is fine, because if he's not, then that's a the big outcome. But as long as he's fine, the biggest outcome of the game is now they got to play three playoff games theoretically. And look, guys, the the, the danger in that is it's one more game. Like, it's hard. It's hard to win games. And if they play the Chargers, that game is going to be scary as hell. That game is going to be a thrill ride for four quarters. I will say this, though. Chargers and Raiders playing what is essentially a playoff game on Sunday, next Sunday. Anything is possible in that football game. Anything. Like, I can't express to the people watching, this could be the biggest crap show of the entire NFL season. Raiders could win by 30, Chargers could win by 30. One of these teams could, could miss a 19 yard field goal to lose the game. Every single possible thing is on the table for that football game. Like the Chargers yeah. should win, yeah. but God Almighty, like a car could go for 400 yards. Like who knows? And I got to tell you, so the way it shakes assuming the chiefs win they're the two seed as long as the titans don't somehow blow the game to Houston, okay if indianapolis wins its game against jacksonville my understanding of it is and i haven't looked if new england winning would change anything i don't think it would so if if the raiders win then the colts come to arrowhead in the wild card round if the chargers win the chargers come to arrowhead so take what you want i for one Maybe this is an all takes exposed. Bring the Colts on all day, all oh, day. Yeah. like I, I can't express how little fear I have of that game. Like may, maybe I'm nuts, and the Colts just come in and rush for 200 yards. I don't care. Like could not. If they can't
1: beat the Colts, they're not going to the Super Bowl anyway. That that's how I feel. <laughs> Carson wins. I mean, it's just a joke. What's he going to do? Throw for 87 yeah. yards like that? I'm with <laughs> you, Ram. That's no.
3: Yeah, <laughs> would be floored beyond words if the Chiefs lost to Carson Wentz in the playoff. Like just I I know it can happen. It's football. I would be floored
2: if that happens. How how tickled would you be though if somehow the Raiders got into the playoffs and the Chiefs ended up playing the Colts in the first round and at some point like in the divisional round the Raiders won and the Chiefs got to play the Raiders in the oh divisional my round. Oh god. Yeah. I mean it would just be Like that would almost be like getting the buyback um, for the Chiefs the way that they have played the Raiders over under
1: three and a half picks for for Derek Carr.
3: That would I mean that would be the biggest gift of all time. Like I (laughs) I mean, but yeah, look to me the Chiefs they're probably they're gonna they're gonna play either if they if they're the two seed they're gonna play either Indianapolis or they're gonna play the Chargers and then the Bengals are the three seed right now but my my guess is the Bengals are probably gonna just sit guys next week. Because if you're the Bengals, think about it. So you're the three seed right now. You're probably assuming Tennessee and the Chiefs are going to win, right? If you win your game and you stay as a three seed, you are going to get, in all likelihood, let's say, let's say, you know, whatever it's Indy or it's New England, whatever, right? Like, but then if you win the game, the Chiefs win their Walker game, you go to Kansas City. Meanwhile, if you drop to the four and then win your game, you're probably going to Tennessee. Like if you're the Bengals. I know you just beat Casey. I get it, but like, come on now. You'd probably rather go play Tennessee, and it gives you a bye week, essentially. You can just sit everybody against Cleveland. Buffalo can't do that because they got to beat the Jets to win the division. So Buffalo, you assume, wins. I have a feeling the way this is going to shake out is Buffalo's going to be in the three, and they are going to get either the Raiders or the Colts. And i got to tell you, you want to talk about a team praying for a matchup? The Bills are praying they don't have to play in Indianapolis. Like, Indy and is the worst possible. I mean, meanwhile, the Raiders. Everybody wants the Raiders, right? Everybody and the mother wants the Raiders. So we'll see how things shake. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But I think, look, like, if you're the Chiefs, you're probably rooting like hell for the Raiders. Just to be honest. I am.
1: I, I no doubt about it. I'm rooting for for Davis Mills and Rex Burkhead to have a hell of a
2: week. <laughs> uh, <good laughs> up, I'm rooting for the Earth to open up and to swallow both teams. Uh, and for the Steelers to get the last playoff spot. What has um, to happen for that? <laughs> for the Steelers Do know, like, to get, get in? just off
3: top of our heads, what the hell has to happen for that? I think a pig has to, to
2: fly th- at least one. Maybe. Oh, I, the whole pack, I, I think, I, fly. If they're fly. Um, they're, they're, not, they're not eliminated, so I, I, I would reckon they got a win. They got to win tomorrow night because they got haven't it played yet. I got it
3: Yeah. In, so this is from SteelersNow.com. I'm gonna trust their their insight here. In order to make the AFC playoffs as a wild card, the Steelers will need to win their final two games, which are home on Monday night to Cleveland, and then they're at the Ravens. Not impossible. Have the Jags defeat the Colts. That's over. And and avoid <laughs> a tie between the Chargers and the Raiders. So essentially, they need a miracle from Jacksonville. And then to win their own game. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. But um so that that so I guess so if the Steelers would have win out, that would make them what? Nine, seven and one. And the Raiders and Chargers, the winner of that game, would be tenants. So how the hell does that... Oh, because the Colts have missed the playoffs. Got it. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, good luck. I hope it does because, my God, the Steelers, that's like half in a bye week. But I, I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Is there any... Other than the Chargers, is there any AFC playoff team... So that we know the Titans are in, the Bengals are in, the Bills are in, the Patriots yeah. are in now. Matt Connor, is there any AFC team that scares you?
4: I think the Colts are better than what we're giving them credit for, but I think the Titans especially, I guess I'm just looking at, you know, I read today the Titans have used a league-high 88 players this season, right? I mean, losing Derrick Henry was the stomach punch of stomach punches. Mike Vrabel for Coach of the Year wouldn't be a bad vote, honestly. The fact that that team has been able to rise up, been able to keep pace with a red-hot Chiefs team, they now have the number one seed... you know, I don't want to discredit a team that has accomplished so much when true, even earlier in the year, almost their entire secondary was on IR. Like it was crazy. Even when the chiefs played them, by the way, and the chiefs lost by a multiple of nine times their own score. So, You know, I just don't want to pretend that they're like a a doormat in the AFC when when they could actually play with that chip on their shoulder, even as a top seed of no one gives us any respect. Right. So if if they get Henry back, if they get Henry back, I think that's a real problem. And I I would never bet against the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, you know, at at the top of this hour, I said, I'm fine because I no matter what happened today at Paul Brown stadium, I still feel confident in the chiefs and who they are and what they've set out to do. But uh, at the same time, I, I wouldn't want to overlook the Titans and just pretend that they're, that they're the Raiders, the Steelers or the way that we're just discarding AFC teams. I can't do that. I don't want to do that to the Colts and the, and the deep roster that Chris Ballard has built because Ballard's built a hell of a roster, despite what we may feel about Carson Wentz at the
3: quarterback position there. Um, But especially Tennessee. I agree. The, like there's no there's no team that makes the playoffs that you can just say oh they're not they don't scare you i mean except the raiders if the chiefs play if the chiefs lose to the raiders I, there should be there should be an investigation <laughs> i i would be very surprised if the colts beat them i would not because i don't think the colts are good i just think it's a terrible matchup for indianapolis i i just think you you hear all the crap all week about the chiefs can't stop the run but that's why these playoff games are different Because it's a one off. The Chiefs would just say, Look, we're not letting him beat us. We don't care. We're putting eight guys in the box. They have no receivers that scare you. They don't have tight ends that scare you. The quarterback doesn't scare you. And defensively, look, I respect the Colts, but it's not like you look at the Colts and go, Oh God, how are we going to beat them on the outside? Like, I just, I think that would be a game where the Chiefs would get up and it would turn into like Wentz has to beat them in the second half of the game. And I just, that's not happening. I, I just don't see it. But, You do have to at least respect them. I don't think they would beat them, but they are a good team. The Titans are absolutely a good team. The Titans are weird, which is why I said what I said earlier. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they just lost some game right out of the shoot. But they're good. They're a good football team. The Bills are really good. The Bills are a problem. Now, I think the Bills are a little one-dimensional, but they're good. The Chargers scare the hell out of me. I'll be the first one to throw my hand up and say, that team, I think, is the worst matchup for the Chiefs in the entire AFC bracket. The worst. That game, the Chiefs could absolutely lose to the Chargers at home. I don't. I, I would pick the Chiefs, but I'll tell you, you'd be white knuckling that thing. And then you know, look, the Bengals just beat them. Now, I think the Bengals. To the, look, I think the Bengals are a good team. I do think everything in the world had to line up for the Bengals to win that game. Like I do. I, I think if they played that game ten times, the Chiefs probably won seven or eight of them. But any team in the AFC playoffs, like in New England has Belichick. Any team you play, it's not like you're just going to. It's a playoffs.
2: Torn. It's hard. It's hard for a reason. Look, yeah, I mean, you know Joe Burr was thirty of thirty nine for four hundred and forty six yards of four touchdowns. Uh, Jamar Chase t- had two hundred and sixty six yards receiving and three touchdowns. The Chiefs are on the road and they had terrible officiating. I mean, terrible. They lost by three points. If they had had the ball last, they probably would have won the game. So I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's good that the the Bengals stuffed the stat sheet like that. But what I am saying is, Take a step back, get some perspective. The Chiefs are so good that they could give up a ridiculous day, a historic day to Jamar Chase and st- on the road and still only lose by three. I have a question for you guys. After you've seen these last couple of weeks and this game in particular, when Clyde Edwards-Alaire comes back, whether it's next week or the first round of playoffs, should he start?
1: Hot hand, baby. Yeah, Ride the hot hand. I don't give a shit who's the running back. I don't. I don't care that he was a first-round running back. It does not matter. It is a sunk cost. Whoever is out there getting yards on the ground, whether it's Daryl, Derek, or Clyde, go with who's getting the yards.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd play Daryl Williams. I'd play Williams. He, first of all, he's the best receiver back in the team. Second of all, he ran really well today. Like, nice cuts, good vision. And by the way, Derek Gore, I appreciate the Chiefs gave him one carry. Guys, 25 yards, and it's immediately like, right. That's it. But that, that's another conversation for another day. I don't, I don't think Edwards Alaire is bad. I just don't think he's the best guy to run with because I think Williams has played the best down the stretch. But I also agree with Stone. Like, look, you play whoever the hell's running the ball, man. If like, you play whoever's running the ball well. Like you get a playoff game and Clyde's got five carries for 30 yards to start the game. You get, you keep handing him the football. Like that's what you do. And then if things slow down, you can, you can go away from it. But I think the Chiefs, look, they're fine. Like it's, it's a frustrating loss. Believe me, I still have a headache from screaming at the television. Like, literally. I really do. I thought I was going to blow a blood vessel in the fourth quarter of that game, screaming at them. them. Um, thank God I didn't do a live stream. I would not be employed anymore. But <laughs> you know what? It's just one of those things, man. Like, it's really hard to win a game in the NFL. Like, it, it's a cliche bullshit thing, but it's true. They won eight games in a row. That's half the season. Like, that is extraordinarily hard. And you know what? They didn't play well today. And the Bengals, look, I you know what? Sometimes too, we have the tendency, we all do, when we're talking about one team not to look at the other one. Give the Bengals a lot of credit today. Burrow played a great game. The Chiefs hit him. They put pressure on him. He didn't stand back there during the launch. and Give him a lot of credit. He played so. his ass off. They hit him over and over again. He threw for 445 yards. They do and you know what? Jamar Chase is a great player. Like he was a great player today he probably had 150 of those yards on balls. They had great coverage and he just made the play where nine times out of 10, if not more than that ball gets knocked away, right? Like, or the ball's just not in the right area. It gets picked. You know, I think that has to be said. The Bengals defensively did nothing in that game, but the chiefs took a few penalties. They stopped themselves in a few spots. It happens, but I, you know, you can't take it away. You can't just go, well, whatever the chiefs, blah, 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 blah. Look, the Chiefs did beat themselves in the game. I mean, hell, Burrow right after the game was saying how, you know, we were kind of fortunate in some <laughs> game. and some like, right. I mean, he knows. <laughs> but they're a good football team. Like we said that during the week. I thought the Chiefs were going to win. I picked them to win 34 to 24. Okay. But I also said if the Chiefs don't play well, they can lose this game. Well, they didn't play well. And that's what happens. Like, and that that's why with the playoffs, everybody's always scared to death. Because all it takes is one yeah. bad game, one bad half. One game where a ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage and picked off. Like, I always think about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. That year, they won it all. How different does it all end if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't miss Emmanuel Sanders by a yard at the end of that Super Bowl? How different is he, right? And for the people, the, the, the rigged crowd out there, if you think about that game, the end of the game, Ben Neiman hits Garoppolo, it's a borderline helmet-to-helmet. Helmet. Doesn't get called. There's another one where... They hit him as he's as he's halfway out of bounds. Fenton hits him on third and 12. He's scrambling. No call. Niners fans screamed forever that that game was rigged. Bosa, where was the holding call on Wasp? And Chief fans screamed at the Niners fans. Oh, come on. It's sour grapes. Bunch of losers. And now here we are. The yeah. Chiefs lose their first game in what feels like a decade. And it's, oh, it's all fixed. It's all rigged. Oh, I, come guys, Just come on. Like, come on. They played a bad game. And they lost by three to a good team on the road and you know what they go to the playoffs and they play their best ball. They're going to win. I don't care who they play. I don't care where they play them. They'll win. But if they go on the road or at home and they take penalties and they drop passes and they, they take points off the board, they'll lose. That's
2: that's football. That's it. That's the whole essence of it. Somewhere right now, somewhere in the world, there's a 49ers fan complaining or right screaming now, at a bar somewhere. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all in. It was a, Drowning, was drying, a fix. Just,
3: I, it's like, oh, just, yeah. just stop yeah. it. Just stop it. Like, it's just the fix is not in. The NFL doesn't give a shit if the Cincinnati Bengals win a football game. Like, they don't care. <laughs> right. The, 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 the uh, mind Matt, bend it takes to get there is just incredible.
2: Matt Connor, I want to ask you, um, especially since you're our, our resident sort of steady hand here, are you happy about this game in the way that some of the and this is a, a couple week trend now. Some of the other players stepped up like a McCall Hardman a Demarcus Robinson, Blake Bell, some of these other guys making plays, even hell, Josh Gordon caught a ball for five yards. Um, yeah, Blake Bell it, caught all you know, three of
4: his targets today. You know, D Rob caught yeah. both of his targets, got a touchdown. Yeah. You know, McColl had a single target. It was a 51-yard catch, you know? I mean, uh, uh, some of these, like, secondary and tertiary, you know, like, level guys, that's a that's a word for you, um, you know, who are called upon today to make plays. They made play. I mean, you know, we're talking about that in the backfield, too. Derek Gore, you know, where does that come? Like, we're talking about an undrafted rookie coming out of, like, a small Louisiana school, you know, suddenly, like, being talked about over the big Louisiana school guy who was drafted in the first round. It, this whole season has been a good testament to uh, the Chiefs' organizational culture. That'll, that um, can unearth guys that created a really deep roster and to a coaching staff who knew the right approach was the patient approach. As fans, if we don't reflect that same patient approach and understand that, look, any given Sunday this happens, Andy Reid tells us the truth every week. It's difficult to win in the NFL. It is. The Bengals today showed us that we're going to be watching this particular matchup several exciting more times in the next decade, right? Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are going to be must-watch TV for the next 10 years. That's exciting. That's good. That's good for the league. That's good for us as football fans. The outcome today was not good. We hate it. We all threw stuff at our TVs, whatever. But um, but Burrow's a hell of a talent. Jamar Chase was the first. Like He was drafted in a top five in a draft where the Bengals needed a wideout, but it also ran like three or four uh, rounds deep with starters at the position, and he was still so good that they took him over Sewell and fixing their O line. So, you know, like I mean, I mean, you know, he has got Megatron like potential, um, and you know, a generational talent. We saw that today. So these guys are good; they're going to be good, and good teams are going to win games, and they're going to do so against other good teams. That's what happened. I, like sometimes it's that simple, and you just let it go.
2: I I'd like to let it go, but I, w- I have one more question for you. If you have one person to blame. For this loss, <laughs> like like obviously it's it doesn't fall on one person. But Sterling, who's this t- Sterling? <laughs> it's Sterling Holmes.
4: Sterling in that beer he drinks.
1: Oh, dude.
2: Okay, this is him. a Voodoo
1: Ranger New Belgium IPA. It is incredible. Uh, I thought you were drinking
4: like old style or something. I don't know. F-
1: Florida Bush Man light. IPA. Thanks, Dad. I'm in his house <laughs> right now. My house is getting painted.
2: Matt Connor, though, who's at the top of your like? If you have to put it on one person, or who's who's first on the long list of people who are responsible for this loss?
4: Uh, You know, I mean, can I name a member of the officiating crew? If if not, (laughs) I got to then uh, whoever whoever was standing in black and white, whoever was in a footlocker uniform, I'll take him.
2: Zebra number (laughs) one. Yeah. What about you, Sterling? Is there anybody that you're particularly just? frustrated with in this game
1: spags dude how the hell do you not adjust it's yeah, absurd that's it. It, that's it. it's fucking absurd trevarius wards in the right spot but still getting cooked and you don't change anything it's like steph curry when he's hot and there's good defense against him what do you do let him get cooked or do you bring the double team you bring the double team spags not adjusting was the biggest detriment to this chief's loss in my opinion
3: yes no doubt no doubt and you know what there's a weird analogy bear with me like, everybody's killing Spags for the game of the year, right? And then they turned around. He's been terrific. And he's called a lot of really good games in a row. And this game was crap. This game was crap. And I agree. Like, not even so much of the way they came into the game, but, like, how they just completely did not adjust at all throughout the entirety of the game. But, you know, I still think he's a great coordinator who just had a shit day. Okay? Like, look, I will tell you right now, I am a great husband. I am a great husband. All right. Says you. Yeah. yeah. Where's the
1: (laughs)
2: other guy?
3: Okay. Um, But every once in a while, and and for all the married people out there, men and women, okay, you say something that you're like, oh, shit, shouldn't have said that. That's when you go out and buy flowers. Okay. Like these things happen. Doesn't mean I'm a crap husband. Sometimes every once in a while, Mm. you say something that you go, oh, Mm, uh, that's that's unfortunate. That's my third and 27 for the year right there. Shouldn't have done it. Like Examples, Vertoram. Oh, Give us some oh, examples. More. No, no, you it. don't want to know some of the examples. You don't want to know. But, like, it, it happens. Right? Like, you just sometimes you're like, all right, that wasn't the right – I guarantee you, as pissed off as everybody is about Spags, and rightfully so, rightfully so. You know how pissed he is on the flight home to Kansas City? Going, God, what? How? How much? How big of an idiot could I have been? Third and twenty-seven. We should have. We should have doubled. I can't believe I didn't do that. I guarantee you, he just thought there's no way he's going to get the ball out quick enough to throw a ball that's going to pick up first down. And I got to be fair in one respect. Like it took a ridiculous play on both ends, but it should. It should have been a zero percent play, right? Like, they should have just had a guy over the top. Whatever. I'm not defending the call's awful. They will fix it. They will make the correction and that's the way it goes right like it's a shitty call it was a stupid decision and again i guarantee you when spags talks middle of next week at the presser he's going to say that he's going to go you know it was was dumb it was unbelievably dumb i can't believe i did that i should have just said who cares if they get 10 yards and they get a long field goal attempt that's the way it goes right but i'll tell you right now they will they will they will win or lose in the playoffs based on how they win or like based on how they play in the playoffs. It's not, they're not going to lose. Nobody's going to be in the huddle on January, uh, uh, whatever the hell 17th going shit. You know, guys, I can't stop thinking about third and 27. Like <laughs> nobody's doing that. Yeah. Nobody's going to be in the huddle going, my God, can you believe we lost to the Ravens week two? Well, f- fuck now. Can't win in the divisional round. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's just, gotta gotta play football going forward and they'll be fine if they do they'll be fine
1: very quickly same thing third and 27. remember when the chiefs ran wasp sometimes offenses just make incredible plays yeah horrible call mm-hmm. but sometimes offenses just make incredible plays that was an incredible play sometimes you do have to tip your hat as bad as the call was like you said it was what five out of a hundred times that that's a first down Right. You know, it, it takes an incredible effort, and that's what it was. So sometimes I think we just have to tip our cap and say, Congratulations, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. That was phenomenal.
2: And somewhere there's a 49ers fan <laughs> right now looking into his beer, talking to his buddy, said, I can't believe we let him get that play in the Super Bowl. It was it was a hold. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, they were holding. I mean, what it was you know, it's it's absolutely right. I gotta ask you guys. After after this game though, and, and and the plane ride home that the Chiefs are going to have to take, what are the Chiefs going to do next week to Drew Lock and the Broncos? What's your early prediction? Keep them keep them upright. They're going to keep Joe Burr. They're going to keep gonna Drew Lock uh, upright. Drew Locke That's, upright. That's the game
3: plan. <laughs> oh, oh okay. <laughs> like so don't just teach Don't, them, don't like, knock like, them out of the game. Like whatever you do, don't don't hurt them. Although he got hurt today, he left the game, actually. All, all kidding aside, uh, I think Brett Rippian, unless unless Locke came back in, Brett Rippian might be who the Chiefs face next week. By the way, as a funny, uh, just a, a ridiculous aside, we talk about the unpredictability of football, the unpredictability of life. So everybody saw the Antonio Brown meltdown today, I'm assuming at this point. That's not, that's not news <laughs> yeah. for anybody. I opened up my Twitter feed and... This individual says, inexcusable, three exclamation points, hashtag Antonio Brown, and then, and then gives a, about a minute or so long video on his thoughts. So Jay Simpson. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So you want to talk the about, like, oh, I didn't see that coming. How could this ha-? Yeah. If I had told you five years ago that that was going to happen, what would he give me for odds, right? Like, that's great. <laughs> so, but here we are. Weird things happen in life, fellas.
2: Weird things. Yeah. Um, well, listen, everybody, I, I just want to say it's, it's the first show of, of, the, of, of 2022. And I tweeted this out on New Year's Eve. You guys who watch the show, who are in the chat right now, who listen to us on, on Apple iTunes, wherever you get your audio, you guys are fucking awesome. Like we've had so much fun this season and now we're we're heading into the last week of, of the regular season. But like I, I can't tell you when we launched this YouTube channel, we didn't know how it was gonna go. We didn't know how quickly it was gonna grow. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. It continues to grow and evolve. And um, you guys, the arrowhead addicts, the 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 guys who are who are members who are hanging out with us in the Discord, you guys are the best. Like this is so much fun. Like I'm I'm in a terrible mood. You know, I've had a couple beers of Chiefs lost, so I'm really frustrated. But I still look forward to coming out and doing the show and hanging out with Sterling and, and Vertoram and Matt Connor and talking Chiefs with, with you guys in, in the chat, our regulars, anybody new who's listening, like you guys are awesome. This has been so much fun. And I just want to say happy new year to all of you. I'm sorry it got off on the wrong foot here with, with the Chiefs loss, but hell, I mean, we still got Patrick Mahomes. We got Andy Reid. We got Tyree Coe. We got Travis Kelsey. We're in the playoffs. Things could be a lot worse and we've got a lot of uh, a lot of potential fun ahead. So I just wanted to say that as we kind of get, get near the end of the show here, and I'll, I'll open up the floor in case any of you guys have have thoughts on the new year. I'm happy we're in a new year because the last
3: couple of years have been something, and I'm hoping for a better year going uh, forward. Although, listen, you know what? Not to get all philosophical, but every year you're here, you have an opportunity to make this one the best year of your life, right? So- Regardless of what that means, everybody's definition is different and where they are in their life is different. But I think ultimately, the um, years off to a good start, despite the fact that Chiefs lost the football game. I want to say, by the way, I don't know if anybody else saw this. I thought this was really cool and it has nothing to do with football, but I just thought it was interesting. So yesterday in, in hockey, the Canucks were playing the Seattle and who were playing with a hockey illiterate expansion franchise up in Seattle. And one of the, uh, I believe it was assistant trainer for Vancouver, Said that you know he wanted to find this woman who sat at a previous Vancouver Seattle game because she alerted him by banging on the on the glass behind the Vancouver bench that she thought he had a mole on the back of his neck that was that looked cancerous and he went and got it checked out because his wife told him that he should after he relayed, relayed that story it turns out it was melanoma but it was caught early. And they were able to completely remove it. And so he was like, I want to find who that is because I want to thank her. Well, the hockey community ended up figuring out who this person was. They tracked her down. She's a young woman who went to the University of Washington to be a med student. And the two teams combined yesterday to surprise her to give her a $10,000 scholarship. She saved this guy's life and she got 10 grand out of it, you know, just for doing the right thing. And the point is, look, you know what? Stuff like that, like that is, you know, where we can all go as a society if we all just take that little extra effort to be a little bit better football stuff listen what's going to happen is going to happen the Chiefs are right where they need to be as frustrating as that loss was they're going to be fine they're going to beat Denver they're going to be a two seed and you know what they're going to have it all in front of them and as much as we make sure you're going to go man Chargers tough game if they play him Titans tough game if they play him believe me those teams are more terrified of the Chiefs than the other way around okay (laughs) The, the the Chiefs are scarier than anybody that they're going to be playing. So we'll see how it plays out. And you know what? If they don't get to the Super Bowl, that sucks. They've been there two years in a row. They've had incredible run. If they get there again, it's good luck beating them. So we have a fun ride ahead of us, I hope. And we'll see how it plays out.
2: Love it. Any New Year thoughts from from Sterling or Matt Connor? Go
1: Chiefs. Stay safe. Uh, have fun. Drink a beer. Stop all the Drew Lock hate. Drew Lock had a good game according to the box score vertebrae. I'm, Drew Locke, I'm only sucks. a box score watcher. Come on. I'm wearing a zoo Jackie, you ass. Drew Locke, Drew Locke sucks. <laughs> he, was, he was my savior in college. Him, Blaine Gabbert, Chase Daniel. Yeah, and they all suck. Cu- hey, uh, do you, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. You're talking about Super Bowl champion Blaine Gabbert, and I believe Super Bowl champion Chase Daniel. Backup QB U. Oh, yeah. No, you know, thank God for that. And they play
3: like backups in their Zoo too. Hey, hey, now, where'd you go, Vertaram? Drew Lock, Drew Lock 18. Where'd you 20. go, Vertaram? What, what, I, I, I drop out for a second? Oh, where'd I go no, to school? You go to, yeah, no, yeah, where'd, yeah, where'd oh, you go? God, College, I went to yeah. They didn't have a damn football team. The hockey team uh, won the national uh, championship.
1: Funny you're talking shit for a guy who doesn't have, uh, you know, these guys. Hey,
3: my team never lost a game. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you and your terrible quarterback play.
4: <laughs> you guys like go to a school with like tens of thousands of people and then suddenly that's like you have something to do with that I don't get it whatever yeah it's terrible
2: happy new, uh, year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy, happy new year buddy happy new year alright everybody we, we we can't stay forever although we'd like to um, here's the schedule Tuesday Matt and Sterling will be back with the audio version of this podcast they'll wrap up this this game they'll let you know the, the landscapes, I don't know what the hell you guys are going to talk about. There's going to be a lot of bad puns and probably some talk about music. I can guarantee you that. The rest, we'll, you'll have to just tune in and find out. Thursday, Bertram and I will be back Thursday morning. We'll be live on YouTube. We'll preview this game against the Denver Broncos. And then uh, we'll new kick or is it a late kick on i don't know no it's gotta be
3: late it's in denver
2: yeah yeah so we'll uh uh, uh, at least it's a four 25 oh it's it's four i'll tell you what One thing, really quick that one thing that
3: i don't think it's gonna happen but you're gonna know the result that titans texans game i would think i would think that's an early kick i have to look if that's an early kick the chiefs are gonna know whether or not they could somehow be a one seed which by the way they will beat denver in a biblical fashion if they know they can be the number one seed but Uh, Just something to toss out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And not a bad position to be in to have a little bit more information before the end of the season. Um, All right, everybody, make sure you tune in tomorrow night or Monday night football to watch the Browns and big Ben's last game at Heinz field. Um, If you're (laughs) Hey, look, I know everybody's <laughs> jacked up for, for, for Big Ben. It's a gain of two. <laughs> <laughs> there's some helium balloons. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if, you know, Big Ben's eat's caused a little bit of pain and heartbreak for, for Chiefs kingdom. So we, maybe we can watch uh, Miles Garrett Powell drive his career into oblivion. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for your support. You guys are the absolute best. Again, we will be back next week uh, for another um, post game show uh, until then. Have a drink. Take a deep breath. The Chiefs are still AFC West oh, champions. Real quick, Gina, still going to. Play, Gina, what to was your question? Oh, I don't. I don't want to. Oh that. yeah, Gina. Where's your question? I,
3: I'll find it on here real quick. Because if you if you gave a super chat, we will we will get your
2: question. There's been a lot of. Commentary. I got it. It was a. Uh, she said uh, officials blow. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tired tired that they aren't held accountable. Uh, Andy can't speak his mind in the presser. Can the NFLPA do something ever?
3: Well, the the NFLPA, I don't know that they ever have. I I mean, I guess I don't think they can. No, because because the NFLPA represents both teams, of course. So the only, I mean, if if the Chiefs really wanted to, I guess they could file a complaint or a protest. I know baseball, like you can protest a game. Well, I, I think the most that could happen, Gina, is is the Chiefs. Uh, could could basically complain to the league office and say, "Look, we don't want that officiating crew ever doing another one of our games." Now they don't have the ultimate yeah. power; pal- like they, the Chiefs couldn't just say that, and the NFL goes, "Oh, okay, no problem." But I, I will say this: after what we saw today, I would be surprised if we see that crew doing another Kansas City Chiefs game this year. I, you never know; it's the NFL. Like for all I know, for the for the hell of it, they could be the Super Bowl crew. Okay, but <laughs> I I would be surprised. If we see them then again, like who knows, but no, the NFLPA cannot do anything um, that I'm aware of. I don't think there's any recourse for that. The chiefs, however, they, they can, they can reach out and complain about it and, and go from there. That that's, that's about it. But I, I you know, nothing's going to happen.
2: In these situations too, sometimes if there's a bad call like that, the you know the team can complain and the officials will send an apology to the team. They do do that sometimes. It doesn't mean anything other than they'll be like, oh yeah, sorry, we fucked up. That was you know on X or Y or Z call. So they may have to send six different letters to the Chiefs for this game, but but it doesn't make anybody feel any better when they admit they're wrong like that. It just actually makes people matter, I would think.
1: I would say <laughs> an idea make the refs actually have to do post game interviews like players make them stand behind their calls. That to me would be a great way for referees to be held accountable.
2: Yeah. I, oh, I would have loved, uh, I would have loved a press conference after the Marcus Mary had a forward progress call. God, in the I would not. A couple years ago. I would like to retired. Never up, yeah. the, the
1: ref retired post game, by the way, he, he, he retired. Had, man. Was he like like goes, yeah. Fuck yeah. it. I'm out. Like that yeah, was his last yeah. game. He goes, yeah, I'm ass. I'm, I'm bailing. <laughs> that honestly
3: <laughs> is the worst call I've ever seen ever. Like that is. Yeah. To call, i've never seen that before since forward progress on a sack that that's yeah. impossible like i yeah not that big said, so that that season couldn't end fast enough the way that thing unraveled but yeah i mean it was an all-time call all time but uh sorry yeah. Gina. i hope we yeah. i hope you were sticking around to get <laughs> your question answered i apologize <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right by the way i'm, we're gonna let you I'm ass i'm sorry what was that yeah no, 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 go ahead. Yeah, Yo, what? You're ass. No, no, no. Good night. I, you know. finish I'm nice. I don't
4: think so. No, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm, I'm Matt Connor. I'm Happy
2: right. New Year. I'm ass. Good night. All right. I'm ass. Since we've you. officially cut, we've, we're all the way off the rails. We'll see you guys later in the week. <laughs> Appreciate your support. And as always, go cheese.